this is it. This is episode 186 of No Laugh Track Podcast. My name is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there, as always, at the beginning. I, uh, you know, I, I love doing these shows every week. A lot of times, since I've been doing it for, you know, over th- just about three years now, it's people have been back two times, three times. I get the, these built relationships that I've had with these people. That's awesome. I also get excited when it's new people that I've never met, and this week is a case just like that. Ian Abramson is here, and we are <coughs> recording, and we met 10, 20, 30 minutes ago. That's right. And here we are. Here we are. Here we I'm are. excited. We're a day late. And for, a dollar uh, short. Yeah, we're just a day late and a, and a more than a dollar short. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty short. Okay. And uh, normally record Wednesdays, but uh, you had you couldn't fly into town. Right. Where yeah. were you coming from? I was coming from L.A. Uh, and then uh, flew into Denver and got stuck in Denver. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. Was uh, like stuck in Denver. Did they give you the old, uh, here's a ticket to stay at the Ramada? Nope. nope. They no. said because of weather, I couldn't even get a, all I wanted was a meal voucher. I just wanted them to say, you know what? We know you've had a long day. Have a sandwich. And they <laughs> said, you absolutely don't get a sandwich. Really? Yeah. I mean, I get like, listen, if everybody that got stuck that day I got a sandwich for free from them, they would have been out of a lot of money. So I get why they wouldn't. But man, when you're... <clears throat> <laughs> when you, when you're stuck and you just want a sandwich, yeah. it seems like such a small thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. 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 Ah, uh, I thankfully have never been stuck in an airport. They can't be good. Did you see it coming? Were you checking the weather? You know, being in L.A. Didn't I honestly didn't anticipate it. I should have. I should have been more ready for that. But I was on my way to the airport when my first flight of the day got canceled. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, and then I immediately got because I was going to go to Minneapolis directly. Yeah. And I was going to be on Spirit Airlines, which is notoriously terrible. They're known for being just the worst airline, uh, and I don't mind saying that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they'd disagree. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they. I mean, we are what we are. Right, right. I've I've had uh, uh, multiple flights canceled by them, and so when that was canceled, I assumed that it was not weather. I assumed that it was. Uh, uh, an issue with them <clears throat> not selling enough tickets because oh, nobody sure. wants to to fly Spirit or anything. Uh, hi, I'm not a fan of Spirit Airlines. <laughs> so I, I so I flew into Denver and I I was on a different airline and then the flight to Minneapolis kept getting delayed, delayed, and then canceled. Yeah, we had yeah. a hell of a snowstorm. Yeah, the biggest of the year. Man, mm. and it's crazy because it, there's snow on the ground now, but it's it's kind of nice out. <laughs> it is. <laughs> With that in mind. It is. Yeah, it, it really is. I, uh, I snow doesn't the only time snow scares me is when I'm driving in it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's it's beautiful. It's always smart too to talk about weather on a podcast because yeah. people can uh, people can listen to it months down the road. <laughs> and so the, <laughs> the 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 small boring conversation topic now will also be totally irrelevant <laughs> just soon enough. Just around the corner. Yes. <laughs> let's get to uh, history here in Minneapolis, sir. Oh, okay. Have yeah. you ever been We're, here before? No, no. You're going to give me a breakdown of like your role in the Civil War? <laughs> I'm the wrong one to ask about that. <laughs> I did very, that. P- very poor uh, public education here. Okay. Yeah, that's, it, that's some history. Yeah. yeah, yeah great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My history is I didn't get taught enough history. <laughs> uh, no, your I want your history in Minneapolis, <clears throat> sir. Have okay, you, I wasn't involved in the Civil War at all. Actually, <laughs> I I I know what side I would have been for, and that's the side that ended up winning. Okay, but I guess I would say that in pretty much any war. <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to say based on color of uh, uniforms. 
Oh, oh. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be totally honest here, and I'm, I don't remember which color was the good color for the Civil War. One of them was gray, and one of them was blue. Is that right? I believe so. Oh man, I listen. <coughs> good and bad is not black and white. It's shades of gray, right? Hey. Okay. Hey, all right. We're there having fun. Go. Listen, listen. I uh, still don't know which side the gray uniforms were for. <laughs> Tweet us directly yes listen you if you tweet that at me if you tweet the correct answer i will retweet it when you hear this if you just say this is the side that you're thinking of then i will retweet it and and uh double points if you're like some history major absolutely double points yeah yeah um you're not gonna answer have you been to minneapolis before i have not no no i've never been but i listen i'm loving it yeah oh yeah it's great. I love. I love. Uh, I love the Midwest. I spent three years in Chicago, which is uh, a different type of Midwest. But I this this feels more like like true Midwest. You mm-hmm. know, this is uh, people have a particular type of friendliness here, and uh, there's just kind of a uh, people embracing themselves in the world i don't know what i'm saying this sounds like i'm just being we'll we'll see what you think flowery. at the end of the week about that <laughs> genuine niceness i said a, what i said was a particular type of friendliness okay yeah yeah so i, I mean i get listen i'm sure there's a range of uh uh-huh. people that live in minneapolis yeah but i'm sure you know what i mean you know the way that uh someone from minneapolis is polite is different than the way that someone from chicago is polite that, that's very true mm-hmm. very true so when I saw your name on the uh, schedule here and mm-hmm. knew that uh, we're hoping that I would have you on the podcast and you never hear it spelled. Saw his name. That can't be right. <laughs> Too many vowels. I I am. Uh, <laughs> they forgot the BR in front of Brian. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Right. Uh, one of the first things I found when I was uh, searching for stuff about you is a an article from the Chicago Tribune. Of yeah. you marrying your career. <clears throat> That's absolutely right. I'm married, happily married to my career. Things yeah. are going. Oh, they're wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm in Minneapolis with my career. Yeah. We're, we're doing great, you know? Uh, and this is true. If you add me on Facebook, you can also add my career. We're happily married. It's listed on there. Uh, and yeah, the Chicago Tribune wrote up my wedding. Very nice of them. For people that don't believe that. Yes, you can Google. You can, yeah, feel free to Google that. Add my career. This isn't, this, these aren't just fake jokes. This is my life. You know, <laughs> I married my career yeah. happily. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I, um, was, I just got back from my honeymoon. And boy, are your arms tired. Hey, yo. Hey, okay. And, uh, where'd you go? We went to Jamaica. Oh, nice. nice. Yaman. Yeah. Yaman. Yeah. Respect. You went to Yemen? Yemen and Jamaica? <laughs> All right. Uh, how long were you there? It was a stopover in Yemen. Uh, yeah. Six nights. And boy, were your arms tired. Yes. All right. Six okay. Six nights of paradise. Nice. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. The days. Okay. Nights paradise. <laughs> I loved it. And uh, was there a honeymoon with you? And a permanent honeymoon to L.A. Actually. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. I was living in Chicago, and then me and my career, we we discussed it, and we said, you know what we should do. Why? Why just have six days of a honeymoon? Why not have a lifetime yeah, in L.A.? So we moved. Right. So we moved to L.A. Kind of cheapens my relationship, really. No, 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 like no, no. See, with like us, I it's can like only you afford get... to give my wife <laughs> my. Sp- I can only afford to give my spouse six days and nights. We could only afford a one-way ticket. That's the way to look oh, at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't have done that. I couldn't do it the one way. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me. Uh, I, this is an, a complete assumption about you. I have no idea. Okay. But uh, 
I get the feeling that you're a Pee Wee Herman fan. Yes, sure, now. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love Pee Wee Herman. That's I. Wow, I don't get that often, but yeah, I would absolutely own being a Pee Wee Herman fan. I think he's great. Yeah, man. Wow, that's that's very keen. Okay, good. I'm a fan as well. Of me or, or Pee Wee? Well, both now. Hey, now we're talking. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, yeah, be Pee Wee for decades. You... And you, you strike me as a Studs Terkel fan. Am I right? Am I wrong? <laughs> he, he had said that he was a uh, uh, he had a lot of experience in radio. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Studs uh, Terkel is definitely the Pee Wee Herman of radio. The what? Had... Studs Terkel? Studs oh, Terkel. man, you got to look up Studs Terkel. He, he, uh, he was like... He was like his generation's Ira Glass. Okay. Yeah, if you know Ira Glass. That is. Yeah, right. So he would just interview um, working class people and just have like an hour long conversation with a construction worker. And uh, I did a lot of really interesting writing and interviews on race and working and some really great interviews with celebrities. and always interesting. I don't know. Studs Terkel, check him out. I'm plugging a man that's been dead for quite a while <laughs> and kind of forgotten with a very cool name. It's an awesome name. <laughs> right? Studs Terkel sounds made up, but it is not. If you say so. Right. If you say so. It could be is short is Studs short for something? It should be. I don't know. I I don't know. Studster. Yeah, right? Yeah, Studley. I don't know. Studley? Studley? Studley Dudley? I um no, I've never heard of that person, but are you excited for the Super Bowl? What is that? <laughs> I have never heard of that. <clears throat> it's is a, that a um, Minneapolis thing? Uh, they'll they'll be on TVs in Minneapolis all over. Oh, the place, okay, actually. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully we will too someday. <laughs> Coldplay is playing the halftime. Yeah, that's appropriate with this temperature. <laughs> all right, okay. Coldplay. That's what that's what they should name the the moves in the Super Bowl. All right, this next one. This is the Coldplay. Hey, listen. These these jokes are riffed just for today. I, you right off s- the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And saved forever on the. Uh, hey, and thank God for that. Right. Bit of audio. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. How was last night? It was great. Yeah. And by that I mean here at the show. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you just meant like, how did I sleep? The show was wonderful. It was. A packed crowd. This is, uh, everybody says, uh, I talk to, anybody you talk to, Acme Comedy Club, one of the best clubs in the country, hands down. Yes. Everyone agrees. They're telling and, you the truth. Yeah, well, now I can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, is is my point, is been hearing for years how good Acme Comedy Club is. When you're when you're not from somewhere and you're hearing about their local comedy club, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh and that's that's really saying something. Yeah. So this is I'm sitting in the room of one of the best comedy clubs in the country. It's I love cool. hearing that. I'm all I I'm just an employee here, so but Yeah. 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 He I mean, listen, this is so la- so last night was a blast. People were um just so friendly uh, my stuff uh, can sometimes be a little weird and uh the people were wanting to follow me and wanting to be like all right i i'm i'm determined to like this guy and i really i really loved that and we had a great time do you ever feel like you're losing them like <clears throat> it's a crowd not as uh, good as minneapolis i think that any comedian has lost a crowd yeah. uh, but that said um sure yeah yeah i think that there there are times when i'm like all right, um, I'm screaming and I uh, am just dumped water on myself, and they're like, "What is happening?" You know. <laughs> and last night I dumped water on myself, and they were like, "All right, oh, we like this." Okay, yeah. So okay. that was good. <laughs> I, I didn't was know there was a it. 
water spillage on the uh, just a very just a very tiny bit yeah okay. not not anything uh, no, huge. Gal- like this isn't like Gallagher where they've got to block themselves in the front row. Correct, correct. So. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, that, I wouldn't want anybody to to feel uh, badly about that. But by the end of the night, you know, I had uh, traveled through time. I had had somebody uncuff me from handcuffs. I'd dumped water on myself. We all uh, reenacted movies together. It was like you know, there's fun fun things, and uh, uh, sometimes people are like. I don't know what's happening right now. And <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. it was. I was glad. I'm making it sound like I just bomb all the time, but no. I promise that that. I, listen, if you're somebody that wants to hire me, it's worth it. Listen, <laughs> that that's all I'm trying to say. If if people are listening to this podcast, they get it. You know <laughs> Hopefully, I mean? right. hey, if you're listening, you're great. anybody Anybody hearing this right now, I'm a fan of. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> That's great. I was waiting to hear your laugh, dude. You have an awesome laugh. Whoa, yeah. where did you hear my laugh? I, I, I do my research. You hear you you researched my laugh? Well, it you were uh, something that I listened to or watched uh-huh. where you were, Hey, that's awesome. And I was like, this guy's got a unique <laughs> now laugh. I know, now I'm very aware of my yeah, laugh. No, wow, don't that's, be self-conscious. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Hey, I can be whatever I want. My mom said. Right. <laughs> I used to uh, uh, when I did the radio show. I, I would some people, a lot of people pointed out I had a distinctive laugh at some things, oh. and sometimes it would, I got really bad feedback from that. Oh. People that, like that was the one thing they didn't like about me. But Interesting. then others th- thought like, oh, I, you know, if they didn't hear it, they'd miss it. So, wow, yeah, a divisive laugh, right? Yeah, but I'm saying right now, I like yours. You're a fan. Yeah. Hey. I hope I hope everybody listening is a fan, and if you're not, I apologize. But what can I do about it? You don't choose your laugh. Yeah, no, uh. Uh-uh. You can choose your friends. You can choose your your laughs, but you can't choose your friends' laughs. You know. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh man, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. So, like I said, I did my research, sir. You did. I did again, and uh, I read something about. Um, that you're from Moreno Valley. Am yeah. I saying that right? Yeah, Moreno yeah. Valley. Yes, yeah. that's what born born and raised in Moreno Valley, California. I had never heard of that place, so I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, did you find anything interesting cuz I'd be surprised. Uh white seems to be in the minority. Uh that's true that actually. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. You really did your research. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious so you went through high like high school and then you left, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, but the same house from the day I was born till the day I graduated high school. Yeah. Was was uh was white the minority in the schools you went to? I'm curious yeah, cuz it yeah. was for me. Oh, interesting. Where where in did St. you grow Ball. up? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I didn't think much about that me because yeah, Until because that was my my life. Exactly. Yeah. And then I felt very out of place when everybody else was like, "Listen, this is normal. Everybody's white." And I was yeah. like, "I feel very weird about uh-huh. this." Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I went, I went from St. Paul to Duluth, and there were only maybe two dozen black students up there, and yeah. they all hung out together. Yeah. There was no, it was very odd. Yeah. I grew up where it was, you know, uh, a lot of Mexicans, a lot of sure. Asians, a lot, black not so much, but uh, okay. everybody mixed. And it yeah. Just was very, that was you couldn't help but, but opposite but culture that, shock. Sure. I right. Guess. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. When you when you <laughs> that's that's funny and bizarre opposite culture shock <laughs> where you're like wait what the heck how come yeah. everything's homogenized uh-huh. here yeah very odd so I thought I, that stood out to me when yeah I was doing yeah my... nobody's ever brought that up to me that's okay. so funny that's I think that that's uh, an important part of 
uh, what informed me in that Completely. I yeah in oh, that I was man. unaware of how unique that was yeah. you know it just was like um gr- growing up we we looked like a McDonald's ad and that we were like just a, a wide range of yeah. McDonald's is actually a bad example because they tend to to use all one in, race in individual commercials. <laughs> you are right. Yeah, yeah. But you 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 guys know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Where an advertisement is like, yeah. let's get everybody represented yeah. here, uh-huh. you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're not talking mixed race uh commercials here. <laughs> right. Because right. then my attention's gonna go right off the cheeseburger onto how did these two people end up together? That's right, right. right. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Got ketchup and mustard together? Fine. Sure. Black and white? Sure. Oh. Ketchup and mustard is actually what Ebony and Ivory the song is about. <laughs> is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, uh, yeah. there's less rhymes for yes, ketchup and absolutely. mustard. Yes, absolutely. It's true. Yeah, yeah. They tried it. Worked real hard on it. Well, you're going to love this then. I okay. bet no one's done this as well. Okay. I, I looked up, did you know that uh, Marino Valley has a Wikipedia page? Oh, man. No, I didn't. Yeah, they do. And I have some stats here. Oh, I want to see. Yeah, let's talk Burrito this. Valley, baby. Yeah, I know this. It's all going to add together to a good podcast. <laughs> okay, Bear cool. Hey, I love it. All I'm right. into it. The, uh, according to the city's 2009 uh, annual financial report, uh, yeah, I want to know how many of the top employers can you name from oh, Marino man. Valley in 2009? Yeah. So that's uh, two years after I graduated high school. So I'm trying to think. I think that Skechers, like Skechers opened up a uh, a factory there around that time and hired a bunch of people. Are okay. they are they on the list? No. No. Okay, then I no. could be wrong, too, because I was gone by this point. Okay. So that, that's okay. why that jumped in my head, though. There's a uh, air reserve base. Yes. Right. Yes. That is actually an important part of Marino Valley history. Uh, in the 90s, that made Marino Valley a booming um, area in the country. It was like the fastest growing area in the country because it was not a reserve base. It was a full-on Air Force base. Oh, wow. And so that meant that military families needed housing quick. And so they just built all this housing. And that meant that um, lower middle class families could afford houses in this area. And also Marino Valley is a desert. So yeah. it okay. meant that... Um, even after they build housing, like it's still cheap, and this town just kind of starts flourishing because there's just so much going into it, yeah, yeah. and there are all these military jobs, and then a whole economy. There's schools that need to be uh, employed. There's uh, shopping centers that need employer employees. So there's all these jobs, and then the it went from a air force base to an air force reserve, and that made. Um, that made the economy kind of kind of collapse into itself. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. yeah, it was interesting uh, because all the military families then just left basically, and that <laughs> that left uh, the, this huge hole in the uh, <clears throat> in Marino Valley. Wow! Yeah, I know it's so it's so bizarre. Like I said, I've never spoken about this <laughs> on a podcast or publicly really, and I might have some of these facts not quite right, but I'm pretty sure that this is. This is as I understand it, sure. Reno Valley's history. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> and so then uh, then that left all these empty houses, which then actually lowered prices, and it let families that wanted to move out of L.A. come from L.A. to the suburbs okay. in Marino Valley. Sure. Which uh, was great for them and also just meant that um, – you know, like crime rates went up because it was people who were looking for cheaper housing than L.A. and just kind of uh, it uh, 
Moreno Valley kind of doubled down on a, on a lower class, and um, <laughs> and I'm and this is like when I'm growing up and everything. So again, this is just kind of natural um, and normal for me as a as a kid. Yeah. And that was kind of, that's kind of Moreno Valley's kind of come back up a little bit, but it's it's still just kind of this odd area. Interesting. You know, uh, I'm just going to give you. A little, I'll go through. Please, this real yeah. Quick. Um, by the way, that in 2009, that Air Force base uh, employed 9,000 people. Oh, that was okay. One. But also on the list, and this is, I don't know why this just stuck out to me, uh, Walmart. Okay. As, yep. As well mm-hmm. as Walgreens. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. All the walls. Walgreens more than Walmart, <laughs> which is very bizarre. But I bet if you, we went back and redid this thing. Listen, let's make a movie about Marino Valley. Call it The Wolf on Walgreens. <laughs> there we go. We got it. Get Martin Scorsese in here. Come on. Let's do it. Uh, so anyway, that that's what I uh, I had about Moreno Valley. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That that was that's so cool. I I didn't mean to go on such a long impassioned rant about that, the history of my hometown. I like when people are uh, <clears throat> talking about things that you know are passionate about. That's yeah. good. Um, and also on the Wikipedia they list uh, uh how do they use it? Oh, notable people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that there's there's anybody uh, too notable. Well, the uh, like what, what high school did you go to? I, I went to Vista del Lago, and when I went when I was a freshman there, it was the second year that it was open, oh, so it's the newest okay. of the high schools. Is there one called Canyon Springs? Yeah, my father worked there actually. Look at that. Dude. Yeah, uh, there's a uh, uh, Bobby Kilty was a baseball player who played for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, oh and wow! He went to Canyon Springs High School. Whoa. Yeah. That is really cool, actually. Kawhi Leonard, who plays basketball for the San Antonio Spurs. Whoa. Canyon Springs High School. Canyon Springs. Look at wow. that. Huh? Home, home of the Cougars. Cougars. That's, that's their... My, my, we were the Ravens. They were the Cougars. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad you just brought up mascots. Yeah? Because I wanna, now I want to move on to where you went to college. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, I did my research. Yeah. Cal State, I don't, Channel Islands? Yep. Is that how you say yep. it? Yep, California State University, Channel, Channel Islands. Channel That's Islands. right, yeah. The Channel Islands are a wildlife reserve off the coast of California, um, but they, so, and, and the school is not on the Channel Islands. Yeah. How much have you looked into Channel Islands? Because I don't know what I'm going to, uh, to be revealing to you and what. Oh, uh, no, go on. I, no, I did read that uh, it's, <laughs> the name is very deceiving. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's actually not on a on water. Correct, yeah. correct. It's not an island. Nope, no. Nope. Um, it's just kind of out in the middle of nowhere in a town called Camarillo. Okay. And uh, if they had called it Cal State Camarillo, the initials would have been Seasuck. <laughs> So they didn't, didn't want to do that. that. Okay. I didn't so know instead, that. they went for Sea Sucky. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep. That's good. All yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but fun fact: they what they did was they um, repurposed buildings that were already there as a mental hospital. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So I went to school at an abandoned mental hospital. Wow. Hmm. Were there any remnants that it, they were what it mostly was? remnants? Yeah, yeah. It was mostly any any classroom you were in had at one point been part of the functioning mental hospital. Wow. Yeah, I was studying theater, and the theater building was the Catholic Church because people lived there. You know, they they so they yeah, yeah. they had places of worship and such. Uh-huh. So the they had made the Catholic Church well, st- and it it looked a lot more like a Catholic church than a theater when I went there. Now they've they've continued to rebuild it and grow it out um but there like there were still the confessional booths you know i'm uh 
if there wasn't a cross when I went, th- when I started there, there was definitely like still the the outline of where the cross had been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's even more eerie. Yeah, it was. Not it was there. strange. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I definitely didn't get to that. <laughs> how did you choose to go, to go there? Um, basically, it's where I got in. You know, it was uh, it was new. They they were. Uh, looking for students, and I was like, "This place seems cool. That's fine with me." And it was how far away from home? like three hours, oh, and three that's hours. Uh, you know I wanted to be far enough away, but also uh, I didn't. I don't think I wanted to go too much further than that. You know, I did two and a half. So yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's like you I could, drive I could get home yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my parents are going to drop by unexpectedly. Sure, sure, right, <laughs> exactly. I'd have two and a half hours warning. <laughs> what did you study in college? Uh, you know, lots of stuff. <laughs> Chicks. Yeah, now drugs, we're talking. Yeah. Alcohol. And what'd you minor in? Uh, Chicks. Yep. Drugs. <laughs> alcohol. Um, I went to class a lot. I took copious notes. Hey, nice. Barely ever cracked a book open. Okay. And never graduated. Oh, mm, nice. Yeah. Nice. But you still have those notes, and that's what's important. I'm t- Yeah. I if, if you got grades based on that i would have mm-hmm. got straight a's wow on note taking on attendance and note taking i would have got a's wow test taking and reading the uh, textbook yep uh, sure <clears throat> hey you know you're here you you've continued to live a, a good life what what is there to what is there to regret you I know didn't, i didn't lose the ability to read right i just don't uh, i know people who have and <laughs> listen they've got it rough i just don't do it in a, in a textbook right so you went for theater I did, yeah. Yeah, I went in studying English, came out studying theater. Yeah. Yeah. Had you done that in high school, too? A little bit, yeah, yeah. And I thought I was going to be more of like a novelist um, going in. and uh, Yeah, that's what I... I, Novelist, short story guy. And uh, then I took an acting class just kind of for fun. And I was like, no, I think... I think I can... Uh, embrace theater majors more than English majors. You know, oh, I think okay. that I found English majors to be a little. Uh, their head was kind of in their own body, but I won't say at what point of entrance. <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was not an English major ever. So, no. Yeah. You you had switched majors a number of times. Uh, you know, I, I they let you claim undecided. That's oh. not fair. They should not let you join. Uh, in high, I would like to go back and, and scold them for letting me in, <laughs> being undecided. Undecided. Because that 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 means uh, just showing up. Right. I don't yeah, know. that's interesting. Yeah, I think un, unde- I undecided should not be allowed. Interesting. If my daughters get to that age and they don't haven't, even if it's nothing, they're going to stick with. Sure. I'm going to discourage that. Yeah. As strongly as possible. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, just take a stab at something. And you'll know a lot quicker if you don't want to do it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then you moved to Chicago. When did when did you first uh, try the comedy stage besides theater? <clears throat> My last year of college, I was I maybe did three open mics when I was in college, uh, and they were all at my school, and I was the only comedian on the open mic, basically. Oh, people were doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was like music and poetry. So to to even say that that counts in any kind of way other than just dipping my my toe in the water was like isn't much of anything yeah um but then my last year in college i started really getting uh, keen on the idea of pursuing comedy i had i 
gone from thinking I would be a novelist to like a screenplay writer or a playwright. And <clears throat> I loved the idea of performing, but I didn't think that acting, uh, just pursuing that, I didn't understand what that path would look like. And I don't think it made sense for me. Okay. And I was saying to my advisor in college, like, man, I just wish I could, um, I wish I could be writing and performing every night and just trying to get better and traveling around doing that and that and not thinking of stand up at all not truly not having an idea of what that was even though you're describing it yes yeah, yeah absolutely not not thinking that that existed because what i was describing was vaudeville and my I, my advisor knew that and just looked me in the eyes and said Ian, vaudeville's gone it's it's gone you can't just bring vaudeville back okay, yeah. and that's yeah, and, yeah. yeah and i love the idea that a, vaude, a vaudevillian of any kind would work on a five-minute act, and that would be their life. Yeah. And that five-minute act would be perfect, uh-huh. you know? But I – and I, I was reading up on that a lot and um, really loving that, but sad that it was gone. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> then I read Steve Martin's autobiography, Born Standing Up, and was like, oh, man, stand up. You can kind of do that. Mm-hmm. And wanted to get the best comedy training that I could. And found that Chicago was a great comedy city. Went out there and... Um, Did you know anyone there? No. 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 I moved with a friend, uh, Tim Barnes, who still still lives there. I think he'll be moving sometime in the next year or so. Uh, but we went to high school together in Moreno Valley. Okay. And uh, then we moved to Chicago together. And just kind of slowly started doing more and more stand up and feel, feeling good about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, holding a job in Chicago? How are Absolutely. You... Oh, yeah. 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 What were you doing? I, I worked with kids in various ways. I'd worked in summer camps over the, over the summer uh, when I was in college. So oh, okay. I had a lot of experience with children. <clears throat> and that meant uh, jobs working with kids. I, my resume looked great. Yeah. I worked in some call centers, you know, um, worked at a mall kiosk briefly. I would uh, dress up as as cartoon characters for kids' parties. And, like, I would also do clowning and magic, that kind of realm. Just kids' really? parties. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was uh, an awkward blast, you know. That was, <laughs> whoo, man. Did you have a clown name? Oh, man. I don't remember if I if I did. I feel like I must have... But it wasn't anything too fun. I it was. I mean, those are weird because you're just showing up in people's houses and you got to do, say, clowning for an hour and do some balloon animals and magic and gags, play <laughs> games with kids. But you're in someone's living room, right? And you're basically performing as much for the adults that are sitting down and watching you mm-hmm. as you are the kids that you're interacting with. Yeah, maybe of, more. Oh, absolutely, yeah. because th- those are the ones that are paying and deciding if you're doing a good job. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Timmy's not happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird, man. Yeah. That was bizarre. Can you make a turtle out of this? <laughs> yeah. Right. A turtle. <laughs> How about another sword? <laughs> I'm going to stab myself with it. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Wow. Yep. Wow. Singing telegrams? Was that? I would have. I Hey, if somebody wanted to give me money for singing telegrams, I absolutely would have. Yeah. I also wrote... What did you sell at the kiosk? I... Uh, bracelets made out of sports 
uh, paraphernalia. So, like your your football team, your favorite football team's um, symbol and mascot on a bracelet made out of a football. Oh, that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, same with baseball. A product you believed in, I'm sure. Yeah, I have never been like a, a true sports fan of any kind. So people, do you have this team? And I would be like, let's take a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I couldn't. I, I couldn't even know. And it, it like it was to a level where just by living on Earth uh, for that amount of time. I should be able to identify some sports things, and I was just painfully aware It'd of how so I could. Great if like uh, if I knew that coming in, that you don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you have the kitty meow meows <laughs> from Toledo? <laughs> yeah, it, it would be like uh, people would just come up and be like, "All right, do you have the Ravens?" And I'd be like, "Is that football?" And they would just look at me like, "Shouldn't you know?" Yeah, and the answer was, "Yeah, probably." Aren't you the one producing these or <laughs> your, uh, <laughs> in your garage yeah. and bringing these over every day? By sitting in a chair and wearing a polo, I was supposed to be an expert. Yeah. Uh-huh. All those kiosk guys. Right. The one either uh, squirting perfume or cologne oh, when man. you're walking by. Yeah. Or the, um, how about the head scratcher thing that they put on everyone's head right. walking by? Right. Keep that to yourself. There was. I remember walking through the mall once, and a guy very aggressive. I I can't stand aggressive mall kiosk people. I get you're working for commission. You're just trying to pay your bills, yeah. but you're also walking in front of me so that I will stop and talk to you. Yeah. And it's I I don't I don't love that dynamic. No. As somebody that has worked in a mall kiosk, <laughs> I can officially say it. Damn right you can. Right. I. Uh, but a, a guy just stood in front of me and said, "All right, I'll shine one of your shoes for free." And it's like, I see what's going on here. Uh-huh. You want one of my shoes to look weird so that the other one, then I have to pay you to... I Listen, yeah. I know it. <laughs> Just do the front of both of them. How about that? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I should have said. That's great. I love that. Just do the, the front and the very back. <laughs> oh, man. You can measure half. I don't care. Right, Just right. make sure it's the front half. <laughs> oh, I never got to what I was going to say about... Uh, um, Channel Islands? Yeah, uh, Cal State Channel Islands. Yes. The mascot is a dolphin. Correct. Yes. yes. Named Sushi, which is how they want you to pronounce C-S-U-C-I. Rather than calling it Seasucky, they want you to pronounce it Sushi. 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 Uh. All right. You know what? The dolphin might have been named Tsunami, and they might have changed it sometime. I don't know. It was either named Tsunami or Sushi. Well, I can tell you that I saw two different names listed. Did so you? I don't know what the internet is trying to tell me. Because wow. I saw Tsunami listed, and I yep. also saw another one. There that, we go. Yeah. Yeah, listen. That it's probably sushi, and I looked over it because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Right. Yeah. My high school, when I went there, was two years old when I started, and my college was, I think, four years old when, when I started. Wow. So I was... Uh, constantly in an environment of let's build let's build a culture for the school uh-huh. let's yeah. build it let's do it we're going to be the people that set the traditions come on dolphins right oh boy oh man you said that and i felt a real pang of like <laughs> oh god that <laughs> oh that's funny oh hey i was telling you um that i w- uh i don't know if that's going to make the beginning of the podcast but i uh I- I listened to you on a few other shows. Oh, did you? Yes. What uh, shows? A few other podcasts. And one uh, that I, the first one I clicked on and listened to because I'm friends with her and I think the show is really good is yeah. when you were on the Dork Forest with Jackie. Oh, man. Kitchen. What a fun podcast. Yes. Yeah. And 
I'm sure people that listen to this know the Dork Forest. You get on there, talk mm-hmm. to Jackie about what your passion is. Yeah, she's and, so great at just being into whatever you say. Yes, and yours it was fascinating. Oh, I love listening to it because it's so it's not something that comes up. <laughs> At all. Yeah. No, yeah. McDonald land. What if we didn't mention what it was? Yeah. We just kept yeah. saying, yeah. <laughs> and it's, um, <laughs> you'll have to look it up. Yeah, just, it was really interesting. Oh, thank you. And then <laughs> just move on. Move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I got to speak to her for about a full hour about McDonald's land, which is an ongoing fascination obsession of mine. I honestly thought there's no way they're going to get through more than 10 minutes doing this. Oh, I mean, listen, a normal person, sure, but I've I have ruined first <laughs> dates talking about McDonald's land Good and that is you. an unfortunate fact about my you. life <laughs> that <laughs> I I don't realize somebody wouldn't care about Mayor McCheese and yeah. I've just gone too far. <laughs> I don't know if you've been in comparable uh, situations, but who boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um which is also we I just <laughs> I just made some weird comment about uh <laughs> like specifics of McDonald's commercials and how like they specifically right. will all use one race in a commercial. That's why I know that because I've, I've for over ten years have been researching McDonald's advertising. So that's <laughs> I uh, I don't know I don't remember if you guys got into this. Do you collect any McDonald's as much stuff? as I can? My life is is so on the road m- moving uh, around. I. Uh, I collect whatever I can, and that said, this is sounds insane, but I'm uh, trying to buy a McDonald's playground in, I believe, Atlanta. Huh? Yeah. I Listen, I'm obsessed, all right? I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I'm talking to a guy. He's been trying to get rid of it. And he he's like he's like I'll pay somebody to just take this off of my hands and I was like I will pay you I will drive to Atlanta and pick this up and put it in storage for as long as I need to until I figure out what I want to do with it and he's like this man must be insane he can't be he can't be for real and guess what I was for real wow yeah so we're working on that trying to trying to any idea where you where you would put that Uh, in storage I've definitely got plans I. Definitely have some ideas for that. Uh, you know, I, I married my my career. I had a full wedding for that. Yeah. So I have, uh, I'm at the end of this month. I'm turning a room into a ball pit and doing a comedy show in it. I like. I love. I love. Uh, <clears throat> love producing big weird things. So I'm sure I'll find a number of uses for McDonald's Land Playground. A ball pit. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just drove to Omaha from Chicago to pick up a ball pit. Did a comedy show and then immediately drove back. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Are, are these? Uh, I probably shouldn't ask this, but these sure. the balls in this ball pit they're vintage. Uh, I actually I don't know. New, what don't I do know. know is that I bought them for I don't even I I don't know if they've ever been inside of a McDonald's. What I know is that I searched for six months, literally all over the world, for the best deal on ball pit balls. Six months. And I that meant searching every little corner of Craigslist for ball pit balls yeah. uh, all across the country. You don't just get to search Craigslist. You have to go to this part of Nebraska and this part of Nebraska and this part of Nebraska oh, and search sure. there. So it right. was. It's a lot of wow. Yeah, and I and I'm in California. But you have a team that works for you and does this, right? <laughs> Nope, just just an insane fascination <laughs> with with all of these things. Yeah, they, uh, in in that same search, I found a very cool vintage 
McDonald's Land sign that features like a character that's just completely forgotten and is hand painted. And they were trying to sell it for five hundred dollars, and I was like, "I'm that's I can't do that. That's insane." Yeah. But but I emailed them and was like, "I don't know if you have any else anybody else biting, but uh, I could give you fifty if nobody else offers." Yeah, yeah. And trying trying to be polite, like I know I know I'm lowballing you, but just know this is on the table. So it's real. I'm interested. And they were so offended. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote me back a very mean message. No, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it was like very insulting. It weirdly got political and you're stuff. You're probably not the true. You're, you're not. This isn't in the spirit of McDonald's that you're lowballing me here. He, I mean, Why don't the, you bring a coupon, man? Why don't you bring a coupon from Burger King? All right. Yeah, yeah. It was. It got weird. He he was assuming things about uh, my race and my politics. Oh, and this, yeah. It was it, nice. It was so weird. And I just all I did was write like a very simple like. Hey, I know it's less than you were asking for, but I could give you fifty dollars, and like that, and that that was it. Yeah. Like, trying to acknowledge, like I get that it's low, mm-hmm. but also it's fine if you say no. Yeah, you know this is a very easy out, and instead it was this long response. Wow, yeah, oh, no. very strange. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to share. I need to brag to you about one of my prized possessions. Please, uh, I you know growing up and then every. I never got to go to my favorite meal at McDonald's was always yeah. the breakfast. Yeah, yeah, egg, yeah. egg McMuffin. But I love I, it. during the school year, obviously, and you never get to go. It's tough. But maybe there was like, I'd have like a dentist appointment, so I got to ah. go to school late that day, and we'd go to McDonald's in the morning. But I'd always see that group of old guys with mm-hmm. their little McDonald's coffee mugs. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I have yeah. one now. Oh, that that's great. My dad great. found at a thrift oh, store. I love it. Yes, I that love I guarantee it. was some old man or old sure, woman's. Sure, it was at yeah. McDonald's every morning yeah. drinking that. Describe to me what's on the on the mug. It's white. Uh huh. It's not. I would. It's not a, like a. It's smaller than most. You know. Sure. St- like sure. A standard coffee mug, and yeah. it has the uh, sunrise. The yep. It has the, oh, the sun. arches okay. and a, yeah, like yeah. an orange sun. I believe. Great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm into it. Yeah. Love I that love it. Thing. If you show me a picture of a Hamburglar, I guarantee you, I can tell you within a five year range of when it was. And that's just an Ian Abramson guarantee. I believe that. <laughs> did you have an opinion on when they tried to bring that guy? I love it. You did. Listen, yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm on board for McDonald for McDonald's land uh, uh, merchandise and advertising. Whatever they do, I'm going to be on board with. I'm fascinated with the fact that we know what the Hamburglar is. We, I'm fascinated with the fact that that could make headlines when they decide we're gonna we're gonna do the Hamburglar for millennials. Yeah. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's what fascinates me about it. I I, I don't disagree. Right. I don't, I don't disagree. I I'm gonna guess that this is the longest you've done a podcast, radio interview, anything, any sort of interview <laughs> without mentioning seven minutes in purgatory. Oh, what is that? Uh, it's kidding. this thing I host <laughs> back in uh, Woodbury. It's a suburb here. Yeah, we talked about Marino Valley for fifteen minutes before <laughs> that. that. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh, no, man. that's your thing. I don't yes, to tell yes. You. Uh, Seven Minutes in Purgatory is a show where comedians perform to a camera in one room, and the audience watches from a separate room. So comedians have no idea how they're doing, um, and that means that you, you, uh, a comedian might feel like they're bombing, even if they're killing, and it's. It's a fun, weird time, you know. I, I do it at a lot of festivals and just kind of tour it around a little bit, and uh, yeah. So I'm I'm very excited that uh, that has been able to grow into something that it has been. You can't do it when you come and do like a week at a comedy. 
club, though. I you, think I'm I'm gonna, starting to do that every now and then. How, um, how are you? How? Uh, we just we we find a way, you know. I've I've had to build the show. Maybe next time I come to Acme, uh, I'll 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 do that. But um, you know, I, you connect from a projector to a separate space. You just need to to run a wire from a projector to the separate space, and then have the comedians there. And they're wearing noise canceling headphones, so yeah. they they definitely can't hear the audience. I watched the uh, the one with Kyle Kinane. Yeah. I watched you do one. And oh I yeah. Also watched uh, Kyle Kinane's. Yeah. And I, he's been on this podcast. I'm oh. a big fan of his as he's well. He's one of the best. Yeah. Uh, and that. <laughs> That, it's very funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll post it uh, on on No Laugh Tracks Facebook page. Wonderful. With this, uh, I'll post it right below that on our page. The, yeah, the Kyle Canaan. It very very funny. It's uh, I mean you're sort of torturing them. Yeah. Well, absolutely. The good news is that I'm not sneaking it up on them. You know, they they know when I book them that that's what I'm trying to book them for. So, <laughs> right. Uh, have you? I've been, on the drive over here. I was thinking about this. What about um, what if you did? Open mic, three minutes in purgatory. Oh, oh, that's 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 fun. Yeah, yeah, that that would be interesting. Like, what, what if it, I mean, if someone tried to do that for their first time on a stage, <laughs> it, it's it, it's weird. It that would be so strange because uh, doing the show is it's worse than uh, just practicing alone in the mirror yeah. because you know somebody's somebody's experiencing this, somebody's judging you somehow, right. and you have no idea how. Right. <laughs> <laughs> alone in a alone to the mirror you're like you're trying to imagine what it'll look like when you're doing it in front of people but there it's like somebody's hearing this <laughs> right how many how many comics are practicing in front of a mirror uh listen i practice in front of a mirror every single day you know not my comedy but uh many other things <laughs> you know uh, i do knitting i do balloon animals i <laughs> I have a collapsible kayak that I, I make sure that my my kayaking strokes are on point for. That's got to be confusing with the reflection being. Uh, You're telling opposite. me, absolutely, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it can't be easy. <laughs> hey, but what is in this in this life? That that's true. That's true. I um, what was I gonna? Oh, I read the funeral for a prop comic was something mm-hmm. that was mentioned when I was doing it. My yes, Abram yeah, yeah. We had research. a in in Chicago. We had a, a funeral for Henry Soap Floats, legendary Chicago prop comic. Died at 130 years old, uh, and uh, he came up at the at the wedding when I married my career as well. Just in that he he was uh, he's a, a huge influence on me. He's kind of been through every. Stay, started in vaudeville, you know, and then just work, continued working, never never quite made it, never quite got a, a TV appearance, and just kind of kept plugging away, you know. But uh, what, what a man. Henry Soap Floats. Rest in props. <laughs> so we had a funeral for him. <laughs> rest in props. I, I like that. Thank you. I like that. I, uh, let me check the time here. How much time have we taken take up? Oh, okay, this is perfect. I brought something. Where did that go? Oh, again, this is an assumption. I assume <laughs> that this is going to work real well with you. It could go awful. It could go okay. ter- terrible. Okay. But maybe that's good, too. Um, just like I assumed you were a P.B. Herman fan, that worked out. Sure. All right. I have a, I have a thing here. It's um, 10 common sayings with historical origins. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you the fr- a phrase here, okay? And I, I want to see if you can come up with like how the the history behind. This. Okay, yeah, right? the etymology yeah. is that the word for like where it came from? Yeah, is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. great. You got it. Yeah, all right. 
We'll go with uh, like crocodile tears. Crocodile tears. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's an old commercial in the 70s that was supposed to be about how crocodile numbers are going uh, down and, and they're becoming more and more endangered. And mm-hmm. so they had a crocodile uh, come out and um, just kind of look to the camera and a single tear rolled down. And this was kind of a way to say that uh, the crocodiles are becoming more endangered. And it was an iconic commercial. Uh, yeah, some of you listening may remember it. You can Google that. Just say commercial crying um, and and that'll be it. So that's where it comes from. That that's exactly what I have here. This is from the History Channel. Yes, I you you've never worked, you've never been affiliated with the History Channel. That's funny that you ask that because over the next month I will be on uh, on a Craig Ferguson show for the History Channel. That's ins- this sounds like we just set that up. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, right. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was already recorded. He's doing a, a really cool. Uh, kind of game show oh, talk I've heard show. About this. Yeah, it's yeah. called Join or Die, and um, three panelists kind of discuss a topic and uh, break down. Uh, they decide what, uh, say, for instance, I think um, the one we decided was like the the biggest mistakes in history. Uh-huh. And we decided which was the biggest mistake in history. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. it's a it's a it's a cool show. I, I'm really excited to to see it happen. And you did, you recorded one? Yes, guest yeah, one? I was a panelist on yeah. on an episode. Oh, it was other comics. Was the other there panelists? was Tim Meadows and a <laughs> and um, a, a scientist of some type. I believe a biologist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So it was cool. So it's funny. Yes, I, I have a slight connection to the History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. How about this one, sir? Resting on laurels. Oh man, uh, resting on laurels. That's mm-hmm. that's uh, somebody that will be able to. There, there's an old comedy team named Laurel and Hardy, and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Laurel really carried the team. You know, he he uh, uh, Stan, Stan Laurel did all of the writing. This is true. You can Google it. Stan Laurel did all of the writing, and Oliver Hardy would would show up, and he would he would do great. You know, he would uh, always do his job. But Laurel would stay. Stan Laurel would stay long after hours, and it just kind of became this dynamic of like, sure, Oliver Hardy's doing his job, but really, he's resting on his laurels. <laughs> You nailed it. It's a fact. You can I, Google I know. that. Yeah. I know. Uh, you know what? Just a couple more here. Please, please. Uh, uh, paint the town red. Paint the town red. Yeah. That actually comes from uh, a, a big snafu after the Chicago fire. Uh, they wanted to rebuild the town and everything, and they they had so many volunteers, but so many of them were completely unskilled. And... Uh, because everything had burned down, the only paint that was left was red, and oh. they they had just thousands of volunteers who really wanted to help, yeah. but all they were able to help with were was painting. They couldn't build anything, so they painted the town red. I believe that. It's true. Uh, two more. Please. Uh, this one. By and large. By and large. Mm-hmm. That's that's more advice. Uh, that's comes from uh, from the Great Depression when you know if you're going to buy. One set of clothes. Buy buy a set of clothes that you can grow into, by and large. And as a parent, uh-huh. I, I can tell you that 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 holds true. Yeah, absolutely. Not only in the origin of that story, but up until this day, 2016, when I'm buying clothes for my daughters. Yes, I buy. Uh huh. Large. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're buying large. That's right. Grow into absolutely. It. Yeah. It's also known as growing into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, how about Die Hard? Die Hard. Yes, Die Hard. Oh, man. That actually is um, in reference to the ancient myth where um, there was this figure that uh, died. Uh, ancient, very, very old myth. You guys may or may not be familiar with it. There was this figure who... Uh, uh, this epic hero's journey where he, he goes to try to see his family and ends up having to, uh, in a, in a kind of like castle figure, you know, mm-hmm. he, he goes to see his family and he has to then uh, take down people that are trying to, to take over the castle while he's there, you mm-hmm. know? Um, yeah, the man's name is Bruce Willis and it's a very classic ancient tale and he ends up um, kind of Robin Hooding, uh, it's almost like a retelling of, of those types of stories, and he ends up taking down the bad guys, and it's like a, a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. They should... Uh, I think they should make a movie about that. I don't know why there isn't one. They, I, think, I think they have. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, actually. Oh. Yeah, it's called Lethal Weapon. <laughs> With Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you get if I'm giving out grades, you're getting an A for that one. So That's wonderful. Yeah. What does that stand for? Uh, a for A, a stands a- for excellent. A? Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm I bad love at it. Spelling. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. What do you think, Ian? What else? is there anything else we should be telling people? Uh, do you sell anything at the shows? I don't. You no? know, just I put myself out there and they can have it for free. You know, <laughs> I. But no, definitely come out and check out the shows. It's going to be a great weekend. Um, that, that'll be wonderful. Feel free to add me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter, at Ian Abramson. Uh, I, I try not to make it hard to find me. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, sure. And you are, I'm not going to allow you to, but I will. people should find you on Twitter because uh, we have that pinned tweet. Yeah, yeah. Yours is hilarious. Oh, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, I, very funny. Thank you. I don't want to ruin it. Uh, that is one we're going to go. It's very funny. And you, if you're hearing this, you need to seek it out yourself. And uh, there'll be a payoff. Thank it, you. It, very minimum, a chuckle, a guffaw. Maybe for you, it's kind of frustrating for me. But but we'll you'll you'll I'm, I won't ruin the context of that either. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you think? Anything else, Ian? No, I what? feel good. This has been a blast. Yes, good. Yeah, remember to tweet me about the the Civil War colors. Colors, you know, I wanna I wanna hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Don't sound too smart though, because that'll make me feel dumb. And then, uh, <laughs> I don't need any help with that. Thank you. Yes, uh, Ian. Good luck. Good luck. Continued success, sir. Hey, it's been thank great. Thank you so much.